Hello again, this is Daniel J. Hogan, and welcome to the Magic of Airy podcast, brought to you by MagicAvery.com. In our last episode, Steve and Uncle Shameless entered the Hawk King's city, Daraga. There, they came to the city square, which was filled with statues, murals, and mosaics depicting the Hawk King. Soon after, Uncle Shameless spotted a pub and went inside for a drink. Within minutes, Steve and Uncle Shameless were arrested by a group of Swanton warriors and taken off to the dungeons of the Hawk King's castle. After being jailed, Steve and Uncle Shameless were visited by a Hawken warrior who, along with the duck bartender back at the pub, had spotted Steve's blue heron amulet. The Hawken warrior was especially interested in the amulet and had plans of taking Steve directly to the Hawk King. And now, the next exciting episode of The Magic of Airy. The Magic of Airy, the podcast, written and produced by Daniel J. Hogan, based on the novel The Magic of Airy by Daniel J. Hogan. To learn more about the novel, please visit magicaberry.com or danieljhogan.com. And remember, Harry is spelled E-Y-R-I. Episode number eight, Jailbreak. Steve patted his chest and realized that his shirt had been ripped open, causing his blue hair and amulet to hang out. Oh, this old thing? It's nothing important. The boy lied, stuffing the amulet back into his shirt. Ah, but the Hawk King enjoys collecting old things. Perhaps if you let him have it, he may let you leave Daraga with your... The Hawken glanced at Uncle Shameless, who was greedily drinking his elder cherry wine. Charming companion. Really? We could go home? Certainly, the winged warrior said with a sly smile. The Hawk King wields powerful magic. He is not some silly trickster like the weak Blue Herons. He could easily send you home. Steve looked at Uncle Shameless with hopeful eyes. However, his uncle was less impressed by the warrior's words. I don't know, boy. Didn't the Heron guy say that Hawk King ain't that nice? It all depends on who is telling the story, the Hawken warrior replied. When told by the losers, he stressed the word and shot it in the direction of the prisoner in the black robe. The Hawk King would be described that way, but I assure you he is a just and fair ruler, unlike the unscrupulous former queen, Fel Ra and her human counterpart, the weakling Donald. Don't do it, young Harrier, the prisoner commanded. Will you two stop with the political posturing for a moment so I can think? The warrior walked up to the bars, extended a clawed hand between the gap, and spoke to Steve. You have my word. You will be allowed to go home after you give him your amulet, he said in a soft voice, sounding like a crocodile luring a zebra into its open mouth. Steve slowly walked to the bars and stood right next to the Hawkins' arm. It was lean, muscular, and covered in tan feathers. Don't do it, the prisoner pleaded from the shadows. Yeah, get away from my nephew, bird brain, Uncle Shameless yelled, 
failing to realize that insult did not carry the same weight in Airy. In one quick motion, the Hawken grabbed Steve by the neck and pulled the boy against the bars. He drew a dagger with his free hand and held it against Steve's throat. I was going to bring you to the Hawk King alive, but I suppose it does not matter. God, return. I wish to remove this prisoner. The Hawken bellowed towards one of the dark corridors. Look, you can have the dumb amulet. Steve pleaded. I don't see what the big deal is. The Hawken warrior laughed. How amusing. You do not know the threat you pose. Is this that prophecy thing again? Asked Steve, once again hearing the crack of thunder, despite being in a dungeon. I don't believe in any of that. You have nothing to worry about. I'm from the suburbs. I don't know anything about toppling evil rulers. You may not now, but the prophecy says... Duck! Uncle Shameless screamed as thunder roared outside the castle. Steve ducked his head, failing to realize this was not what Uncle Shameless meant. What? The Hawkins said just before being smacked across the face with the flat side of a spear. The warrior's body went limp as he was gripped by unconsciousness and he crashed to the dungeon floor. Steve moved away from the cell bars, rubbing his sore neck, and heard the spear fall to the ground with a clatter. Looks like I got here just in time. I hate these dungeons. They are nothing but a maze, a gruff little voice said. The duck bartender from the pub, still garbed in his stained apron, walked into the dungeon's flickering torchlight. He barely reached Steve's waist as he moved his small pear-shaped body to the cell door. No hard feelings about earlier, friend, the duck said to a surprised Uncle Shameless. It's a good thing it came into my bar. I should have realized sooner who you were, he said, casting a glance at Steve. Who are you? asked Steve. My name is Mud, the duck answered politely. That's a nice name. Why, thank you. It was my mutters. You are listening to the Magic of Airy podcast, a free audiobook podcast by Daniel J. Hogan. Copies of the original novel can be purchased through magicofairy.com and amazon.com. You can also download a PDF of the entire novel for only $3.75. Visit magicofairy.com for more details. And remember, Airy is spelled E-Y-R-I. We'd better hurry, Mud said as he cast a concerned glance to the unconscious Hawken warrior. Where are the keys? I think that swanky guy has them, Uncle Shameless said as he took a drink from his wineskin. He means the Swanton God, the other prisoner explained from the shadows of the cell. And he will be returning shortly. I suggest you break out. How will we do that? Steve asked as he inspected the cell's thick metal bars. You better think of something. I think I hear the guard coming, Mud whispered. Seamus, the prisoner said from the blackness of his hood, why not try bending the bars? Uncle Shameless blushed. I know I look like I work out, but I really don't. Oh, come on. There is no way he can bend these bars with his bare hands, said Steve. You do not really have a choice, young Harrier. And you never know unless you try. Seamus, take another drink of your wine first, the prisoner suggested. Uncle Seamus took the advice and drank some more wine. He hiccuped loudly and said, Yeah, yeah, why not then? I sure can do that. 
Uncle Shameless hiked up his tattered pants, which promptly fell back down to their original position, and strutted to the bars. He spit on both of his hands, rubbed them together, and grabbed two of the bars. This reminds me of the time I was birthing a calf. You see, the darn thing was coming out sideways, so I had to... Just do it! Steve yelled as he heard the Swanton guard approaching. Okay, okay. Uncle Shameless took a deep breath, closed his eyes, and tried to bend the bars. Morba! Uncle Shameless grunted, followed by the sound of metal bending. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Uncle Shameless looked to Steve. Oh, um, sorry, boy. He looked back at the bent bars. I did it! Yeah, you did do it. But you pushed them together. You were supposed to pull them apart. Uncle Shameless looked down, and sure enough, he had pushed the two bars closer together instead of moving them apart. Oops. Do it again! Hurry! Mud, who was keeping a lookout for the guard, pleaded. Uncle Shameless gripped the bars again. Morba! He bellowed in exertion as he pulled the thick bars apart with ease. Aren't you coming? Steve turned and asked the prisoner, but he was gone. A faint blue light rapidly faded away where the mysterious prisoner had been sitting moments before. Hurry! Mud cried as the trio ran down the halls. Mud, who could not run that fast, was almost left behind several times. Uncle Shameless reached down for the little duck. I don't have your sandwich! Mud pleaded, afraid that Uncle Shameless was going for his neck again. Easy there. Uncle Shameless slurred as he gently picked up Mud and put the duck on his shoulders. Now, uh, where do we go? Uncle Shameless asked, while having a difficult time keeping balance with the duck on his shoulders. From this new vantage point, Mud directed their route, but as they rounded a corner, the Swanton guard was right in front of them. Halt, human! The guard bellowed, drawing his sword. Instinctively, Uncle Shameless punched the Swanton in the face. The guard flew through the air like he had been hit by a battering ram. <whistles> Uncle Shameless paused and looked at his fist. I never knew I had it in me, he whispered. Mud patted the top of Uncle Shameless's head. Come on, let's keep moving! Mud pointed to a dark, spooky corridor. This way! Where are we going? Steve asked in between his heavy panting. To the aqueducts! Not more ducks. Uncle Shameless whined, still secretly bitter about his lost sandwich. Not ducks. Aqueducts. What? Are these ducks better swimmers? They aren't ducks at all! Oh, are they geese? Steve and Mud looked at each other and shook their heads. You are listening to the Magic of Airy podcast, a free audiobook podcast by Daniel J. Hogan, available at magicofairy.com and through the iTunes Music Store. The intrepid trio eventually came to a heavy wooden door. Steve tried the handle, but it was locked. Uncle Shameless took mud off his shoulders, looked at Steve, and said, Did you bring the key? Steve rolled his eyes. Not to worry. Uncle Shameless bellowed as he hiked up his pants. He backed up several feet and ran straight at the door. Seconds from Uncle Shameless hitting the door, it swung open to reveal a large group of Swanton guards. Uncle Shameless, who had his eyes closed, kept running and charged right into the group. The force of the crash knocked the guards and Uncle Shameless to the floor. Oh, great. Steve said after looking through the door to see a room full of guards dressed in plate armor and holding nasty-looking swords. 
Son of a motherless hawk! Mud cursed. We're in trouble! Uncle Shameless picked himself up and noticed he was surrounded by guards. Don't you worry, lads. I'll make short work of these baddies. He cracked the knuckles of his right hand and threw a punch at the nearest guard's face. However, this guard was not sent flying by the blow. This guard did not even budge. Uncle Shameless's fist was stopped dead by the guard's granite-like face. Ow! Uncle Shameless whined while rubbing his hurt hand. The guards closed in and tackled Uncle Shameless to the ground. They took turns punching and kicking his unprotected body. After a moment, the Swantons threw Uncle Shameless aside and began walking towards Steve. Suddenly, Steve realized why his uncle's punch had no effect on the burly guard. The boy darted over to his uncle, ducking under the muscular arms of the Swantons, fished out the wineskin, and uncorked it. You need to drink more wine! No, I didn't eat Dad's head cheese. The beaten and dazed Uncle Shameless rambled. Steve tilted Uncle Shameless's head back and poured wine into his mouth. Help! Mud cried. Steve looked over to see one of the Swanton guards holding the duck upside down by one of his short little legs. After a couple swallows of wine, Uncle Shameless stood up like a bolt of lightning and made his way to the guards. He tapped a Swanton on the shoulder. You dropped something, he said, pointing down to the ground. The slow-thinking Swanton looked down and Uncle Shameless hit him with a swift uppercut. This time, the guard was sent flying through the air, and before the guard landed, Uncle Shameless punched out the Swanton holding mud, grabbed another, and threw him into the last standing guard. All the guards let out a collective moan of pain from their resting spots on the floor. Uncle Shameless dusted off his hands and his tattered clothes. He reached down and picked up mud, placing him back on his shoulders. Shall we move on? Steve surveyed the scene in silent awe. His uncle had taken out all of the guards in a matter of seconds. He handed the wineskin back to Uncle Shameless. I think... I think this wine gives me super strength. Your observation skills are second to none, Steve replied sarcastically. What kind of wine is it? Mud asked from Uncle Shameless's shoulders. Red. Elder something. Elder cherry, Mud exclaimed. Yeah, that's it. Is that important? Steve asked as they continued trekking to the aqueducts. Very. Elder cherry wine is a drink made by the mystics of Zah. I had heard of Grant's human special abilities for a time, but I I thought that was just a legend. So, let me get this right. The more he drinks, the stronger he'll be? Steve asked skeptically. Exactly! Now that's my kind of magic, Uncle Shameless said as he stumbled down the corridor. It's not magic, said Steve. It's probably just some kind of physical reaction to the wine. Perfectly logical. But boy, what's so logical about it being made by talking bird wizards? Uncle Shameless asked. Steve ignored his uncle and kept walking, thinking to himself that nothing in Aerie was exactly logical. Back near cell number six, the Hawken warrior woke up. He rubbed his sore head and slowly got to his feet. Realizing the prisoners had escaped, he ran to look for a sign of where they went, but only found the first Swanton guard Uncle Shameless had punched out. Not knowing where they could have run off to, the warrior decided he should inform the Hawk King of the situation. If he was lucky, he might be rewarded, or at least not thrown into the pit of big, nasty things. 
This concludes today's episode of The Magic of Aerie. Make sure to join us again next time. Where will the aqueducts take our heroes? Can Steve and Uncle Shameless trust Mud the Duck? How was a little duck with short legs able to beat a flying hawk and warrior to the castle anyway? I mean really. Find out in the next thrilling episode of The Magic of Aerie. The production and copyright date of this episode was June 12, 2009. The Magic of Aerie, the podcast. Written and produced by Daniel J. Hogan. This podcast was produced in GarageBand and Audacity on a Mac. Some sound effects and music are provided by freesound.org. Other sound effects and music provided by GarageBand. For more information or to buy a copy of the original novel, please visit magicofairy.com or danieljhogan.com. And remember, Airy is spelled E-Y-R-I. And as always, thanks for listening.